Lindsay household. Is it good? It's light. Bars are going up and down? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> well, uh, tonight we are, I was going to start off with thought I'd give everybody just a moment to get in. Um, and you can catch up with part of this uh, after a while. Uh, but uh, we do thank the Lord for what He did for us on our prayer breakfast, and we thank the Lord for what He did for us for Sunday service, and uh, just so thankful for that. Uh, and uh, so continue to pray for us, uh, our church, and of course us, your pastor. And uh, stating that, that leads us into our next statement. Um, I don't know how or why. Uh, it could have been just uh, misinformation uh, somebody heard or thought they heard or somehow in some other conversation, you know how words get changed around. But just to put a, a dot on it, um, I am not praying about or thinking about leaving our church. I love being your pastor. And as long as God allows me to be there, I will be there. Uh, so that thought process uh, it had come to my attention today that somebody had heard and they reached out to us, um, not from our church, but uh, from another area. They, they were looking possibly to pastor a church and they were looking at what my intentions were and come to find out that they had heard that I was looking at leaving the church and uh, trying to thank somebody closer by uh, to take my place. Uh, so uh, just to uh, let them know and let you know uh, that did not come from me and that I am not considering leaving the church. Uh, I love you. And I uh, think God wants me here. I believe that with all my heart. And uh, if He changes that, then that will I will let you know, not uh, have it brought about by uh, other circumstances. So uh, just to put a period on that one uh, tonight, you can be confident. If you uh, love me as your pastor, pray for me. I'm here. I'm not leaving. And I don't know where that started from. And so, uh, but do remember that in your prayers that that will get fixed if there's other folks who may have heard that uh, as well let them know uh, by way of prayer request tonight i want to first off uh, say continue to remember brother sue paul and sister nim uh, we've got a video that we want to try to share with the church uh, and uh, of them uh, they had their wednesday night meeting last night because they're ahead of us uh, time wise and so uh, they had a video, and you see uh, a lot of younger folks talking to some older folks, and they've got Bibles in their hand. And I sent Brother Sue Paul a message. I said, are these folks witnessing to these? Uh, and he's come back, and he told me they were witnessing, and that uh, they were some younger folks witnessing to some older folks, the way I've gathered it, and that 10 folks got saved yesterday in their Wednesday night service. So we praise God for that. And uh, just so, so thankful there. Uh, but continue to remember them. 
Uh, Brother Mike uh, sees the surgeon in May, uh, needs a new hip, so remember him. Uh, Sister Rhonda Collins and uh, Evan and Rob, just remember them. Sister Donna Faye, continue remembering her. Uh, Brother Don uh, was back at church, and we appreciate uh, what the Lord's done there. Remember Sister Donna Arnold, Sister Mary, uh, Sister Rhonda Robbins, uh, Sister Tawana, uh, Brother Roy Campbell, Brother Bill, and Sister Joanne. And Sister Joanne may have, uh, Brother Don was sharing with me, and I forgot to follow up, but sharing with me that she may have some infection uh, or something in the, the hip uh, I think it was a hip she broke or leg she broke, but uh, forgive me for not remembering that right. But anyways, not healing right, and so continue to remember them. Sister Barbara Denson's daughter Louise uh, surgery went good. Continue to remember her and her and her grand granddaughter uh, Mark Maggie, uh, brother Jerry and sister Joanne. Uh, brother Jerry's pet scan went good, they, so remember them. Uh, Tammy Duke. Uh, Reba Barnes, Brother Wendell, uh, Timothy and Kathy King, Brother Danny Smith's cousin Alex, uh, Brenda Walls, Debbie Henderson, Brother Danny and Sister Kay and Darren. Uh, praise the Lord for the good news there. Brother Johnny Belt was back at church uh, Sunday, Wednesday night, Sunday morning, and then with us on Sunday night, and we certainly praise the Lord for that as well, but continue to remember him, uh, Justin Kinser, uh, Sister Rose Todd and family, Sister Gail Pates, great-great-nephew, and her Dr. Bill, uh, remember them, Debbie Scott, uh, Abby Bedford, Sister Lisa uh, and her family, uh, Brother Daniel, Sister Diane, Brother Don Denson, son-in-law Lonnie, uh, continue him, uh, great-grandson Jacob, uh, Sister Gail and her family from the loss of her nephew, uh, Sister Ann McAfee, uh, the McClaskey family, uh, remember them, uh, Grandpa Roller's doing good, uh, Madison, uh, she had her appendix out, and so remember her, uh, my mom hadn't heard anything on her health uh, test that she had, uh, and then also my brother-in-law Scott, remember him. Uh, some things going on that he's going to be looking at. And then I go to the doctor tomorrow for uh, a nerve test uh, to see whether or not I have uh, corporal tunnel issues. And so remember that uh, in your prayers as well. Uh, so with that, uh, remember the White family uh, in your prayers as well. And then remember our shut-in, Sister Mary Jane, Sister Tawana, Brother junior and lift them up in your prayers as well uh, so we'll go to the lord in prayer and then we'll get into our lesson tonight father we thank you and we praise you lord we love you dear god there's uh, no way to express how much father you are uh meaning to us dear god and lord we 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 should try dear god to express how much we love you lord daily so others will know it. But Father, we're just so thankful for everything you do for us, which is far beyond our imagination. Dear God, we thank you for how that you tend to us and care for us, dear God, how you make us, Lord, uh, successful through our daily lives when we trust and follow you. Lord, praising you for the protection you provide for us that we don't even see oftentimes, dear God. 
And Father, we pray, Lord, for the needs tonight. Touch and meet those needs according to your plan, your purpose, and your will. Father, we ask you that you would just draw us close to thee and one to another. Lord, reaching down tonight, I pray, help me, Father, in thy word. And we'll just give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' precious name. And amen. <clears throat> and amen. Um, was looking tonight at the uh, thought that I had not uh, completed task on 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 Sunday evening, which was uh, in the midst, which Jesus said, "Where two or three are gathered, there I am in the midst of them." And so I uh, was looking at that, but I thought about this. You know, uh, if we are gathered together in His name. We're in one accord. And so then that struck the, the chord with me. Well, how many times is the words one accord found in Scripture? And I may have used this one time before. Uh, but today I went over this and, and looked at it a little further. It's found 13 times. And we know uh, the number 13 is depravity. Uh, so I thought, well, you know what? God, to be in one accord is not depravity if we're in accord for these. So I looked into it a little deeper. And out of that... It's not always one accord towards or for God. There's five places, and, and you know we know the number five is the number of grace or the number of death, uh, but there's five places where, the, where they are of one accord, but they are against God or against God's people. And so, uh, you know, those, those are of one accord. They're, 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 their destiny's death. Uh, then there's eight places where it is for God or with God. Uh, and they're one of mine, one accord for the things of God. And we know the number eight's the number of new beginnings. And so uh, when we look at that there, it's awesome. But then you can also break it down this way. The number eight is divided by two times four. Uh, the number four is gospel. The number two is unity or witness. And the same thing, four plus four. So you still got the gospel plus the gospel, the Old Testament and the New Testament. They go hand in hand together there. And so when we look at it and we think about it, uh, we are uh, understanding the things that God has put together in his word always works out right and true. So the first place we'll look at tonight is Joshua chapter nine. Joshua chapter nine. Verse 1, and I'm going to look at all the places where they're in one accord is contrary to God first, all right? We won't spend a long time there, uh, but anyways, it said, And it came to pass when all the kings which were on the side of Jordan, in the hills and in the valleys, and all the coast of all the great sea, of the great sea, over against Lebanon, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites heard thereof. They gathered themselves together to fight with Joshua and with Israel with one accord. Now, they were uh, in one accord against God. Now, here's the deal. Joshua leading the children of Israel uh, in, in one accord uh, with God is always going to be victorious. Um, and so we know that their one accord against him is not going to uh, amount. You can't fight against God and win. I'm just going to tell you that right now this evening. Uh, you can't, but I thought it was interesting. The Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, 
the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. These are all the nations that God drove out before Israel. Uh, they didn't stand a chance when God was doing the driving and God was doing the leading there. But uh, again, just because it says one accord uh, doesn't mean it's all for the glory of God. There are times when the enemy, and I'll just say this, is against us and the enemy is at one accord. If you go over to that book of Acts, uh, the next four places we're going to look at uh, is through the book of Acts there, <clears throat> excuse me, starting in chapter 7, Acts chapter 7. Uh, Stephen is a preacher of righteousness. He's a preacher of Christ. He's doing the will of God. He's set out to be the workman for the Lord. And it says in verse 54, and when they heard these things, talking about Stephen's preaching there, uh, he preached Jesus Christ. Uh, he called them in verse 51, uh, a bunch of stiff-necked and uncircumcised and hearts and ears. You do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did, so do you. Uh, he laid it out there to them what kind of people they were. Uh, it said when they... Uh, received the law by angels and they kept it not so when they heard these things in verse 54 they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth and i'm going to tell you that's that's what you call being filled with the devil right there uh, they were filled with the demons and it said and he but he being filled full of the holy ghost looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of god and uh, Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears. So they're gnashing. They're, 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 I mean, it's just a violent deal going on here, but look what he said. Then they cried with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord. They were unified in what they were doing to Stephen. They were going to kill him for simply preaching the gospel and then calling them out like they were. Uh, he said, "Then uh, cast and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witness laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen calling upon God saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lay not this sin to their charge. And when they had, when he had said this, he fell asleep. Uh, why? Because he was unified with God. But the, the evil, the wicked people, they were of one accord too. And they stoned Stephen, supposing to kill him. But really what they did is they just let him go on to be with the Father. If you go over to the book of Acts, the 12th chapter there, uh, again, we, we see here, uh, backing up to <clears throat> verse 20, or well, I mean, Peter's thrown into prison. And uh, so as Peter's in prison there, the folks is praying for Peter. Uh, this is part of my, uh, where two or three are gathered. He's in the midst, right? Uh, these folks were gathered together praying for Peter. Peter is set free from prison. Uh, then we find there that Herod is mad. Uh, that Peter is gone. If you look at verse 19, it said, And when Herod had sought for him and found him not, he examined the keepers and commanded that they should be put to death. And he went down from Judah to Caesarea there and there abode. And Herod was highly displeased uh, with them of Tyre and Sidon. But there came both, excuse me, but they came with one accord to him and having made 
Plateus, the king's chamberlain, their friend, desired peace because there was their country was nourished by the king's country. So, you know what? A group of people get together and they get together and they'll go and they'll support the wrong thing because they're afraid of what will happen if they don't. And, and I'll just be honest with you, if you go down here a little further there, you're going to find there that whenever he come out and speak, it said in verse 32, and immediately, or excuse me, uh, I'll just read it all there. But anyways, it said in, there, in verse 21, and upon the set day, Herod arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne and made an oration unto them. Here he comes out there talking. They're so afraid of him and want his good pleasure. They're still of one accord, one mind, that they want to be at peace with him because they're afraid their country's going to go to ruins if they don't. Well, let me tell you something. You join yourself unto the devil and you will go to ruins. Uh, but anyways, it said, the people gave a shout saying, it is the voice of a God, not of a man. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. But the word of God grew and multiplied in spite of that, excuse me, in spite of what was going on there. Why? Because God had his folks, and, and we'll get we'll get into that. I don't want to go far too far there. But anyways, they were of one mind and one accord, supporting the king who sought to kill Peter, who was not a godly man. And when he heard the 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 cheer of the people, instead of saying that God gets the glory, he took it upon himself, and now he's dead. Uh, then in the book of Acts, the chapter 18, verse 9, Acts chapter 18, verse 9, then spake the Lord to Paul in the night by a vision, be not afraid, but speak and hold not thy peace. For I am with thee and no man shall set thee to hurt thee, for I have much people in this place. And he continued there a year and six months teaching the word of God among them. Now, yeah, I want you to think about this, that people don't like the gospel, will set against you every time. It's just going to be that way when they find themselves up against that which they do not uh, like. And so they, this, there's, here's where Paul is. There's some in Corinth who are liking what he's saying. They're believing what he's saying. Uh, there's some that are getting saved there. Uh, and even verse 8, it says that Crispus, uh, the chief ruler of the synagogues believed on the Lord with all of his house and many of the Corinthians hearing believed and were baptized. But not everybody liked that. The, you go back into the into the uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You're going to find the Pharisees didn't like what Jesus had to say. They didn't like it. They, the Sadducees didn't like it. It said it when, in verse 20, 12, and when Gallio uh, was the deputy of Achaia, that the Jews made insurrection with one accord against Paul and brought him to the judgment scene, saying, This fellow persuadeth men to worship God contrary to the law. And that's impossible because why Jesus said he came not to do away with the law, but to fulfill the law. And so he was the fulfillment. And what was Paul doing but teaching people to follow after Jesus Christ? And so, uh, but they were of one one accord against him. They were of one accord to get rid of him, to destroy him. The devil, I'm going to tell you right now, he's got a unified body and they will stop at nothing to destroy those who will follow Jesus. And if we'll make more noise about the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm here to tell you, we may find more persecution, but we're also going to find more joy in 
in glorifying God and worship Him, we're going to find more abundance uh, through through the following of the Lord in our lives. Uh, in now, so that's five places. Go back to the first chapter of the book of Acts. Uh, that's five places where they are of one accord, uh, but that was a one accord against the things of God, against the people of God. And now let's talk about some of the things where they were in one accord of the same mind for God. Uh, so the first part of the one accord is against. The second part I've titled with the Lord. Uh, Acts chapter 1. There we find in the first part of it, Jesus is received up in the glory and they're told that they shouldn't be standing there gazing, uh, that he was coming back in like manner as they seen him go. And then we jump down there into verse 14 or excuse me verse 13 and when they were come in they went up into the upper room where abode both Peter and James and John Andrew and Andrew Philip and Thomas Bartholomew Thomas Bartholomew and Matthew James the son of Alphaeus and Simon the Simon Zealot, Zealotus Zealots and Judas the brother of James and look at this these all, what, all of those that were there, all of those that went up into the upper room, all of those disciples that were there, these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brother. And when those, you just think about this. Uh, they were of one mind, so they were of one accord in prayer and supplication. They were making prayer and intercession. They were seeking the things that God would have them to do, waiting for the promise of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, which we find in the second chapter there. Uh, Jesus had told them to tarry there until they were endued with power from on high. And, and so we find that it, they're, they're there. This is what's happening. Uh, and so they are of one of mine and one accord. And so in verse chapter 2, it picks up with the same thing. Verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And I've preached on this many times about how that the church needs to be in one accord. When we come together as a body of believers, we should have that mindset that we would like, we want to worship the Lord and we want the Lord to have his way in our service and that things be done proper and right. But, but we would have a glorious time in worshiping God, but we got to come in one mind and one accord. And, and again, when you have one mind and one accord, you're in the things of God, you're unified together, great things happen. Again, Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. And we see that throughout the scriptures. And so uh, we, we can testify to that. Uh, so they were of one mind, or excuse me, they were all of one accord in one place. And suddenly there came the sound from heaven or it came a sound from heaven as, as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the house wherewith they were setting and this is a wonderful thing here to see this because in the Old Testament every time the glory of the Lord came down and filled the house everybody had to evacuate but in this presence in this time here comes the fulfilling of the scripture here comes the, the comforter that Jesus said here comes the promise of the, of, the, of the Spirit of God. Here comes the Holy Ghost of God. Here comes that power from on high. Here comes the undoing. In other words, it's going to 
they're going to in it's going to be inside of them now and instead of being chased out of the room in which they were in they were all became the containers the vessels of honor in which God was able to use and it said and suddenly and there and it said upon them excuse me and it was filled the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as fire and it sat upon each of them and this look at that church and they they were filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues and the spirit and gave them utterance and they talk about all those that were dwelling there peter stands up and explains what's going on you keep going on down through here a little ways uh, you get further down here to verse uh, 46 and you go back there into verse 40 well i actually said start at verse 42 so i'll stop i'll go backwards there look at my notes a little more and they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in keeping and breaking of bread and in prayer. What is that word steadfastly? They were of one accord. They they continued to do it. It was something that they were constantly about. And it said, And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were gathered together, had all things in common, and so their possessions are good and parted them among all uh, to all men. Uh, as every man had need and they continually daily with one accord in the temple and breaking of bread uh, from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart look at this praising God and and having favor with all the people and the Lord added unto the church daily such as should be saved why because they were of one accord they had the right mindset they were together for God uh, because of Jesus Christ, and they served him faithfully and worshiped him honorably, uh, faithfully. Uh, they were praising him, and th- they saw the favor of God upon them in doing so. But they were of one accord, and they said there that they they done so. They they were steadfast in this, and they, they excuse me, did all of these things, and they continually, daily, with one accord. Uh, so they, they had one purpose, to see that God was glorified honored and praised and then you go over excuse me to the fourth chapter of the book of acts uh peter and john you know here here again they're just doing the right thing right minding their own business no they're doing the business of god they're unified in their belief and their trust in jesus christ they're speaking the truth um and and it's just amazing how that they can preach the gospel and it just seemed to rub the wrong people the wrong way. And so anyways, long story short, they end up in prison. Uh, they, they're going to do them harm. There's a plea that says, you know what, there's nothing you can do if it's against God. Uh, you're not going to uh, be able to overcome this anyways. And then they tell them the truth uh, on those things. So, <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, they, they did this. They called him. And then, and then if you jump down there. I'm doing a lot of talking. I'm sorry. Uh, verse 23. And being let go, they went their own went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they heard that, they were they lifted up their voices to God. Look at that with one accord, and said, "Lord, thou art God, which hath made heaven and earth." And the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of thy servant David hearts David has said, 
Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth uh, stood up and the rulers were gathered together against uh, the Lord and against his Christ. For of the truth against the holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate and the, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together uh, for to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before. And now, Lord, behold thy threatenings and grant Behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness that we that may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal and signs and 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 that signs and wonders be done by the excuse me be done by the name of the holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God. With boldness again, here we go, church. Uh, they do they do miracles, they do wonders, they preach the gospel, they teach, they show the truth, and then those come against them. But they stood fast of one accord with the Lord. Again, they were in one accord, and I, and I like this. Uh, Brother Mike Hoggard said this uh, the other day or today, and, and it's true today. And I've said it a bunch. You know, the devil has his followers and his group and their belief. And they, they'll stand up. But greater is he that is in me, meaning Jesus, than he that is in the world, meaning the devil. So you and I as Christians, we ought to stand strong and stand firm because we know that in our belief, in our faith, in our trust, in our obedience unto God, when we're of one mind and one accord, there, you just can't beat or win against us, not because we're so great, but because we're unified with God in the purpose of God, and therefore God gets all the glory. God gets all the praise. I think about uh, Moses on the mount when his hands was lifted up. He, he, you know, Israel won the battle. So his hands got heavy and they went down. So then Moses has two men on the side of him holding his hands up, Aaron, and I can't remember the other man's name, uh, but he, they're holding his hands up, and they support that. What did that mean? They were of one accord. They were of one mind. They were unified with the Lord on the Lord's side, and Israel prevailed in the battle. Why? Because they were of one mind and one accord there. And so we see that. Uh, in chapter 5, another spot here. Uh, you got Ananias and Sephirah. Uh You know, uh, they sell everything that they have and give it. Well, Ananias and Sephirah, they conceded together to lie about what they had done. And they come in there, and Ananias comes in, and he says, Hey, we've done this. Here's the money. And, and uh, the truth is known. Peter tells him, he said, Why, you lie to the Lord? Uh, he dies. Uh, I'm just kind of giving you a brief interlude to this. Here comes his wife, Sephirah, and she says the same thing. And Peter said unto her, verse 9, said, Then Peter said unto her, How is it that they that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door, and she and shall carry thee out. Then she fell down straightway at his feet, and yielded up the ghost, and the young men uh, came in and found her dead, and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. And that great fear came upon all the church, upon as many as heard these things. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were with, they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And so, you know, when you look at this here, 
Uh, the disciples were of one mind, one accord. There was there were some come in. They conceded to lie. God took them out. Now, I'm not going to say God's going to kill everybody who comes in and, and lies about things, but I'm going to tell you, the Bible does say it's a, it's, a, it's a dangerous thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And so we need to be very, very careful as to what we say and what we're going to do and follow through and, and you know, making sure that, uh, you know, that I, I don't want to be too thing, but sometimes we jump before we think and we leap before we walk and we have to go to God and commune with this. But here's the deal. It goes back to the, 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 the message of some week back, pay the value vowed, right? If you're going to do it, do it. Uh, if you're going to say this is what I'm giving to God based upon whatever it was, give it to God. That That's what you got to do there. But again, don't lie and then lie. Because if you do that, God's going to judge you for it. Not going to say you're going to die right now, but I'm going to tell you, death does come to all of us. And if we lie, uh, the Bible says we don't have a part in heaven at all. Uh, liars are cast into the lake of fire there. So then you go over to chapter 8. Go back into verse 1. And Saul consenting unto the death, and, and just think about this, unto the death and at the time with great persecution. We just talked about the stoning of Stephen earlier. They were of one accord against him. Um, he, he goes on there. Uh, he's going out now. He's already uh, carried out the death of Stephen. He goes forth. Uh, then this starts to come down into verse 5. And said, then, then Philip went down into the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Uh, so you know what happened to Stephen did not stop uh, the gospel from being preached. It didn't stop things from going on. It said, and the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with loud voice came out of many that were possessed, uh, possessed with them and many taken with palsy and were lame and healed, and there was great joy in that city. Why? Because of the work of God, because there were still people who had the same mindset. They were one accord, giving heed to the voice of God, to what God was saying through the preaching of the word, and many miracles was done. Things happen, church. I'm just telling you tonight, things happen. And I'm not going to declare that we're going to see all kinds of healing and so forth on that. Maybe God will do that healing. Maybe God's going to do it here. But we know for sure if God doesn't heal us here, he's going to heal us when we go into heaven. There's no lame bodies going into heaven. Uh, but, but we know this, that, that if we will do things for God, with God, because of God, unified together in that cause, Great things happen. It's amazing what can transpire when the people of God are unified in one accord. In other words, they're in an agreement. They are set to establish and continue doing the will and the work of God regardless of what else is going to go on. And then Acts chapter 15, I got two more and we'll close down. Acts chapter 15, starting there at verse 22. It said, then... Excuse me. Then pleased it the apostles and the elders with the whole church to send chosen men. Okay, let me give you your background here. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, so it's like anything. If you're not careful, people will come in and try to change the glorious gospel of Christ and tries to change God. And here's what had happened. These folks 
We're doing good. And then all of a sudden, here comes some teachings that says they've got to be circumcised. They've got to fulfill the whole law. They've got to They've got to do this. If they're going to be saved, if they're going to be Christians, it's not just Christ and grace and mercy, um, their faith. It, there, there's that got, got to be that act of circumcision. They're laying on the, the old covenant. Again, the old covenant that was, cruci- or was the circumcision of the flesh. That act had to be done, but the apostles are saying that it don't have to be done. And so it said here, uh, anyways, they, they sent it through there and they said, then please the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas surnamed Barsabbas, Bar- I can't get that, and Silas, chief among the brethren. And they wrote the letter by them after this manner, the apostles and the elders, brethren, send greetings unto the brethren, which are of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Sicily. For as much as we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words, subverting your souls, saying, you must be circumcised and keep the law to whom we gave no such commandments. It seemed good unto us being assembled. Now look here, I like this. Being assembled with one accord, in other words, they were in agreement. This was not what they had. This is not what they told people to say. Uh, they they were telling them something wrong. They were trying to bring them back down underneath the law, and so they these brethren they're of one mind. They're of one accord. Excuse me, assembled together, and they're sending them chosen men to go down there and tell them the truth and to straighten out this that was doing being told wrong. Uh, to send chosen men unto you uh, with our brother Barnabas and Paul, men that have hazarded their lives for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we have sent therefore Judas and Silas who sh- shall also tell you the same thing by mouth. And, and here's the deal. In other words, they're going to give witness to what is the truth. But, but look at that, men that have hazarded their lives because they were of one mind, one accord, one agreement, stood fast with others for Jesus, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way of salvation. He is the resurrection from the dead. He is the Son of God. He died, buried, and lives again because they're teaching that and they're telling them their lives have been endangered. And you're going to, you're going to find that, again, Five times we already looked at those that gathered themselves, they were of one accord in agreement, set themselves out to destroy the gospel, to destroy the people of God. Well, the same for us. When we get in one accord with the Lord, we got new life. It's a new beginning for you and I. And then if we'll do the same with our brothers, things transpire, things can happen. And so because they were of one accord, they sent to straighten this out by mouth of witnessing. And then the last place we have, <clears throat> excuse me, tonight is Philippians chapter 2. All right. If there, verse 1, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels of mercy, 
Fulfill you my joy that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. In other words, think back to this. If there's any consolation, if there's anything that brings us together, if there's any reward in any of this, if there's any uh, thing that's good, if there's any comfort of love, any fellowship of the Spirit, bowels and uh, mercy, uh, fulfill you my joy, be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man to his own things, but every man on the things, uh, every man also on the things of others. And by the way, he's not teaching covetedness here. He's saying you're sitting down next to somebody and they don't have enough to eat and you got more than enough, give them something to eat. Uh, you, you're there with your brethren and there's a need, take care of the need amongst your brethren there. And, and I say that very carefully here in this regards. I think we should help those who don't have as much, uh, who are less fortunate, who are in need. But I do not believe that we need to just freely give our money away and other things away to people who abuse it, uh, use it for drugs, alcohol, things that do not obtain to, to being able to live. Uh, and so we got to be very careful. The Bible does tell us not to cast our pearls before the swine, uh, lest they rend thee and trample thee. In other words, they're just going to turn around and do that which is wrong. And, and I know of a person that we helped many times. Uh, and then the last time that we helped them, uh, they took everything that we had done and returned it. And they went and gambled that money away and made light of it and made fun about how that they did it. And they boasted about it. And somebody knew somebody who told us what happened. This person showed back up at the church and I told them, here's what happened. I was told what they did and that from that point on, we were not going to help them anymore. We weren't going to do that anymore because of what they did. And it wasn't that they were offending us, but that the things that we believed God would have had us to do, we did. And they turned and rend that and trampled on that and then made light of that. And so, you know, I just told them that's, that's where we're at on this. We're not going to do that uh, anymore and uh, made the offer. You know, you want to come to church and, and, and get right with God? Uh, you know, we'll see what happens after that. But, uh, you know, people don't want to do that. They would rather go the wrong way, do the wrong thing a lot of times. Uh, but anyways, going back to this, we need to be of one accord, thinking on the things that Christ would have us to think on, let our joy be and that we love the brethren and we love one another and that we do the things that God would have us to do and, and help one another. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbed to be equal with God, but made himself no of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found fashioned as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross. Uh, wherefore, God hath also highly exalted him and give him a name which is above all every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of the things in heaven and the things of earth and the things of earth and, every, and the things under earth, and that every tongue should, should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 
And so, you know, when we get uh, that one accord again, uh, great and wonderful things happen. We're unified for the cause of the body of Christ. And I'm just telling you, church, we need to be of one accord because the devil is definitely of one accord and we need to be setting our hearts right towards him. Father, tonight we thank you, Lord, for your many blessings. We uh, love you, dear God. We need to set our hearts to you, Lord. Uh, Father, that may have come out wrong just a second ago. Uh, we need to set our hearts towards you and against the devil. Uh, Father, so we know that we're standing with you. We're of one mind and one accord uh, in you, with you. And Lord, we pray tonight, just touch every heart, every soul. Help us, Lord Jesus, be that which we need to be, to do that which we need to do. And Lord, we just pray tonight, give us the grace and strength we need to carry out your will the rest of the week. Father, if you allow us to get together again uh, on Sunday, Father, we pray, Lord, that we come together unified in our worship and service to you and for you. And these things, Father, we do ask and we pray tonight in Jesus' precious, precious name. And amen. Amen. Uh, real quickly, it just come to my mind, Brother Mike Hoggard was in the hospital uh, this afternoon and so was waiting on some test results from some pain that was having in his abdomen. And so do ask that you remember Brother Mike as well in your prayers. Uh, but with that, we pray the Lord bless and keep you safe the rest of the evening and hope to see you, if Lord will, at the next appointed time. God bless.